Hi, and welcome to the English Language Live podcast, episode zero. My name is Jendrek, and this is my side project for the summer of 2020. In the coming weeks, I'm going to present books that I read about education and its peripheries to help you navigate through the long and demanding process of learning a foreign language. Before I do that, however, I'd like to reflect on something very, very basic, namely, what is language learning and what is its true potential? Now, language learning is very often approached in a rather superficial way, with sing-alongs, looking for Wally, or most recently, building sentences about turtles drinking milk. But that is just a convention, because language classes are extremely flexible and there is no limit to what can be done with them. Yay! If you think about it, learning anything comes down to mastering its specific language and understanding concepts. You can learn the language of physics, of biology, or the language of traffic and driving. But if learning physics leads to understanding the world of physical phenomena, we have to ask to what sort of understanding does learning general English lead to? The logical conclusion is that learning your good old general English is a gateway to understanding life in general. Yes, second language is some kind of matrix, a meta-subject if you wish, which allows us to reflect on the most basic concepts of life that go otherwise unnoticed in the first language. Now, why do they go unnoticed? Because we take them for granted. Because we use our first language automatically and mostly unreflexively. We see a person escaping from the place of accident, and we know it's a coward, not a shy person. But what is the difference between a coward and a shy person? Between cowardice and shyness? Shyness and cowardice are but two out of millions of concepts that make up our life, but they are nevertheless the very fabric of this life. And it's only when you take up a foreign language that you realize that very often concepts like that fly under our radars, escape our attention, but they are important and worth thinking about. And language classes are so cool because designed in a specific way, they allow you to revisit these basic concepts like no other subject in the world. Yay! It all sounds very serious, and ultimately is serious, but neither does it have to be stiff nor difficult. I would even say that language classes provide the ultimate conditions for education, with people coming together to speak a language which they don't know too well, ready to make mistakes, being vulnerable, but at the same time doing it out of their own will. Who knows if the education system of the future won't be based on teaching mainly, if not only, foreign languages. With all knowledge being codified and searchable, all skills being outsourced to machines, what else will be left if not wisdom? Yes, wisdom which can be extracted from language, from its concepts.
Now I hope you can see the potential of learning and teaching foreign languages in a bit broader perspective. The decision whether to teach multi-word verbs about weather, the rules of passive voice, or whether to explore concepts such as the difference between toys and tools is a convention. A convention that is entirely up to schools or even individual teachers. The latest research speaks in favor of task-based approach to which concept exploration fits in almost perfectly, but whichever way is the most efficacious may ultimately be of lesser importance than the great challenge of education in times of Google and searchable databases. Yes, you heard me right. The ultimate success in mastering a foreign language may be less important than the mind-opening potential of the process of its acquisition. There is never a moment when language classes need to be difficult. Language may forever stay superficial, but it may just as well get really, really deep. Everything works in sync with human understanding, which in turn works in a very systematic way. In order to understand more complicated concepts, you need to understand simple ones first. And so there is a need to explore concepts such as gifts, bicycles, gardens, fireworks, or even plastic dinosaurs. All of these things are easy and welcoming, but by comprehending them, you can work your way up towards more complicated and abstract concepts such as cowardice or freedom. Okay, some may say it's philosophy now, and they wouldn't be completely wrong. But language, thanks to its very strong connection with semantics and meaning, is philosophy to a very large extent by definition. However, the philosophy proper is inaccessible for the majority of people because it attacks the huge concepts and questions directly, disregarding the earlier steps. Language classes, on the other side, may achieve the same result as philosophy that is making people intellectually fit and independent, entering through the back door and serving more people than just the chosen few. And that is the true potential of second language classes, a truly Western strategy to achieve control of life through conscious intellectual understanding of each and every concept. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Jendrek and this was English Language Live Podcast, Episode 0. Stay tuned for the next episode.